Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last Friday night, a Cork restaurant owner said they were left devastated after a table of 20 cancelled at the last minute. How big a problem and no shows are cancellations to the restaurant industry and what can be done about it? Joining me from the Docklands restaurant, which is on Laps Quay, is Bet Houghton. Good morning to you, Bet. Good morning. Uh, and how you, are you? I'm very well, and 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 you're welcome. Now, tell me back to last Friday. How much notice did, did this party of twenty give you, and what was their reason for not coming to the restaurant for dinner? Um, um, they gave us two hours notice. So, um, as you can imagine, um, a weekend night, um, that's really you know obviously if if somebody had had you know had died or somebody was very sick or some tragedy has happened we would completely understand but their excuse was the weather oh, did did we have a tsunami in town on friday <laughs> what what was the weather like on know. friday I, I don't know where they were booking from, but I do know that that's the booking was from Cork. And as far as I know, we had a lovely, breezy Friday evening and Saturday was actually, I think, everywhere. West Cork, um, East Cork and Cork itself was a lovely sunny day on Saturday. So I'm not really sure um, where they were getting their weather forecast from. But obviously, from our point of view, we were completely devastated by the fact that we lost a group like that. Were, were they very apologetic when they spoke to you on the phone about the no, cancellation? They, they didn't actually. I phoned them um, on Friday afternoon, which we would always do just to confirm, you know, numbers so that we can make sure maybe if a table goes down, we can take somebody else in or if they want more people or maybe suddenly somebody will say, you know, we actually have a wheelchair with us or just so we can facilitate and look after all the customers. So I phoned, as I always do, to confirm their table number and um, and then they didn't reply and I left a message and I said, could they get back to me just to confirm their numbers? So I never heard anything and then at about six o'clock I just checked my emails and I saw that the gentleman in question hadn't even bothered to ring me, just emailed and said due to the weather um, we would have to cancel. Oh, that's that's a cowardly way to do it as well. It is. Well, it was just very upsetting. And, you know, to be honest, like most of our customers are absolutely fantastic and they would ring you even... 20 minutes before and say, look, Beth, we have two people who've dropped off because we couldn't get a babysitter or, you know, and you understand, I mean, that's 
kind of when you have a rest and you do know that, that things can happen, as we all know, we can't go out with friends and a friend can't make it because they can't get a babysitter or they're sick or their husband hasn't arrived home from work and had to work late or the wife has had to work late. So we all know that those sort of things do happen. Um, and there's a trust, as I suppose, as a restaurateur that you have with all the people that support you and come in to dine with you whenever they do, um, that you trust them. And I suppose that when things like this happen, um, the trust goes out the window. It's really, really upsetting, mm. you know, for a small business. And it's the size of the, the booking. I mean, a party of 20, is is that kind of unusual? Um, you know what? We've had a, a few instances. I suppose if you have a table of four that don't show up, it's, it's easier for your restaurant to cope with a small table not showing up. But the problem with a large table is that you know that you're going to do X amount of people. So you make sure that you have enough staff to look after the, all the customers. Yeah. You make sure that you have enough staff in the kitchen to make sure that the food is cooked properly. And often with a larger table too, you have ordered in particular fresh ingredients for their menu because often they will have a special menu because it's a company or it might be a birthday or it might be, you know, a celebration and, and people like to know what they're going to be spending, you know, for their night out. And how long would you have had that booking for? Over two months. Ah, so that meant that people who, yeah. who might have booked around the same time, you would have been saying, no, can you come earlier? Can you come later? That And that's another problem. So what happens too is that obviously you are sort of putting people in around a big table because you want to make sure that there's no delays for all your other customers as well. And then somebody rings up and said, oh, can we have a table at a particular time? And you're saying, I'm so sorry, we're completely booked out at that time, but I can give you a table at a different time. And then those customers arrive into the restaurant and they see the restaurant half empty and they're looking at you going, what is that woman up to? <laughs> so, and and, and like, yeah, well, the, not, you know. And I'm just thinking, even the ambience of the restaurant. If you were to go into a half-empty restaurant as opposed to going in and the hustle and bustle of a, of a table of twenty, it's a different atmosphere. Well, that's it, and it's also just if you you know if you have an, a night that isn't so busy, often as I always say, it's like the century of a restaurant. You might place people in a different way around the restaurant. So that, you know, that, that there is a feeling of, of the restaurant being busier. But when you have a very large group like that, and because we, can, we we have the space to put them all at one table, they had taken over the whole of the centre of the restaurant. So it was, literally, uh. it was literally plonk in the middle. So it wasn't even that it was kind of hidden. There was nowhere to hide it, you know. Um, so, yeah, so it was just, I suppose, what people often don't realise. And I, I, I suppose when I put, the tweet up. In general, when I use social media for um, our business, we do it in a positive way because, you know, we love what we do. We love our customers. We love food and we love our restaurants. And I think it was just that maybe just to let people understand that, you know, for small business, the profit margins in restaurants are about 3% is the profit margin. So when you have a table of 20 like that, you know, not showing up, it has a, it has a huge knock-on effect. 
for a small business. Yeah, like I that. mean, I, you know, I when I saw your your tweet, and I think you know, having a chat about it today now, and and we were talking about it. I mentioned it uh, yesterday that you were going you were going to be coming on the program. I just think it's good to highlight it. I think if it even stops one other party, large party, deciding to cancel at the last minute, and it just makes one person stop and think, well, that's not going to be too cool or such a nice thing to do to the restaurant. I think I think that's it, and I think you know that as well for, for customers and for people in general to realise, like for restaurants, we you know as 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 a group, and I'm sure it's the same for publicans and for people that have Catholics who don't mind if somebody picks up the phone and you know talks to you and explains and you know that if they can't come in they can't come in you are not going to drag them in <laughs> by you know by their hair so you you know you understand that those things are going to happen but actually letting someone know as opposed to pushing you up and say oh I better not ring there because you're never going to be forced you actually do appreciate I always appreciate the fact that somebody rings up and says, I'm so sorry, we can't make it. All I usually say is, look, no problem. I hope to see you again. You, you know, there's never there's never a problem with that, you know. I yeah, guess. I mean, I, I remember we've discussed it on the programme, particularly with the likes of uh, Adrian Commons of the Restaurant Association of uh, Ireland. We've discussed yeah. this no-shows uh, over the years. And I remember at one stage there was the talk of introducing a cancellation fee especially for larger groups. Is that something you'd ever contemplate, Beth? I suppose it's something that we now will probably have to consider for, for larger groups because it's happened a few times. We had one a few weeks ago where we had three people booked the same table. And, um, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. And the people forget what names they book their tables under as well. It might be a you know maiden name or it might be in the, a first name or somebody's booked under somebody else's name. So it's a little bit sort of, you know, saying, right, one person's booking the table and this is the name I'm giving. But when it comes to deposits, I suppose overall, I don't like I don't want to go down that route in general unless it was a big group, because I love the fact that people can just say, let's go out for something to eat. Mm. And it might be the day before you might be meeting your girlfriends or, you know, family and you just say, well, we go somewhere, you know, something nice to eat in a few days' time. And, I, you know, the spontaneity of being able to go out and eat and, and in, enjoy nice food and people are eating out now in a much more casual way, which is all really, really lovely. I just hate the idea that, you know, you're trying to make this big contract before people walk in the door. I know, I know, um, I know. So it's, it's a hard, it's, it's a really hard one. And I suppose my frustration was more at the fact that I I hate the idea of having to go down that route. We do have to at Christmas, um, but the rest of the year in general, I love to believe that, you know, that the customers will be honest and, and loyal enough to you when they've made that kind of verbal agreement that they will actually at least let you know if they're not coming in or if their table change. It's just a bit of common decency and, and where, where are people's manners uh, gone? Uh, while we have you on, Beth, tell us about your restaurant, uh, Dockland. You're a 1950s style restaurant opened about two years ago? That's right, yes. So we're on um, Lapsky, which is really, I suppose, a whole new area that's up and coming in the city centre now. So it's very like a beautiful location. We're on the water. We're next to the um, Harbour Commissioners. So it's a lovely, really, really great location. We open in the morning. We open for lunch. We have a lovely deli. We do all sort of fresh, healthy um, salads and sandwiches to go. And then from 3 o'clock in the afternoon, then we do everything from sort of small bites so people can come in if they just want to have a glass of wine and spend 
15 euros ahead, they can do that. They can come in and have start and main course and dessert. So the idea really was with the whole emphasis on casual dining that people could use the restaurant with depending on what they feel like doing, whether okay. they want to eat a little or a lot. And then very much aware of, of obviously allergens. So gluten-free is very important to us. Our daughter is celiac. So more or less everything that we produce in the restaurant is available gluten-free. And, and more and more people, while not everyone has been diagnosed with, with celiac like your daughter, but more and more people have an intolerance to gluten. It's just It just doesn't seem to sit with us Irish for some reason. I think so. And I think also, you know, people's lifestyles, and again, about how people want to eat. So we would make sure we would have nice, you know, vegan, dairy-free, vegetarian. Because well, done. people are kind You're of... You're catering for it all. They're trying to. Yeah. And are, are, you, are you busy? Um, yes, it's been great. Yeah, we're very happy. We've been in the industry a while and we've had our tough years, so we know how to work hard. And um, But at the same time, no, we're, thr- we're thrilled with um, what we're doing. And I think people really like us too, so we're delighted. Good. And you also cater for tables of 20. Just please show up. <laughs> Listen, Beth, it was a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for that and thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Thank you for having me. Good Thank morning to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. That is Beth Horton of the Docklands restaurant on uh, Lapsky and shame on whoever uh, didn't even have the neck, the gentleman, the man, we wouldn't even call him a gentleman, to ring up, to pick up the phone and call the restaurant and say, oh, the weather's looking a bit dodgy, even though it wasn't. Friday wasn't that bad. Uh, we're not going to go. I mean, it's a cowardly way to do it just to send uh, an email. And if she hadn't checked the email, they could have been sitting there waiting for them to arrive in, I don't know, whether 8 o'clock whenever the booking was, was for. So if you're not going to make a restaurant and you have made a booking, please be a common decency, a little bit of manners. Pick up the phone and ring and explain. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.